Okay, doctors, yes. you're at the door. There's a knob on the door. It isn't locked. I reach to try and turn the knob with my giant spider heads. Now there's a knob <laughs> turning the knob. That's <laughs> 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 that a spider can't use a door, so I just fumble against it and then click my mandibles at Dr. Van Helsing with like a buzzing kind of sound. I say, will you get that? <laughs> my voice is weird. Very carefully to avoid smashing Keith, I, um... I'm huge! I open the doorknob with my thumb and pinky finger. You look up and see a glass pot of figgy pudding falling. <laughs> what the? Like a, like a trap? Yeah, what the f- is figgy pudding? Figgy what, pudding? Can someone explain this to me? What is figgy pudding? It's the it's classic trap. It's Isn't a figgy pudding, um... Kind of like a sticky toffee pudding? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Pudding in the same way that blood pudding is pudding, and that's pudding if you're English. English pudding is very confusing. Uh, so, do you want to try to catch it, Dr. Van Helsing? I would like to try to jump out of the way. Are you sure? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. Jump out of the way. If the DM says, are you sure, always rethink. No, always do it. Oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) Ooh. I searched figgy pudding dictionary and it went urban and now I can't ever unknow that. Don't tell us, Key. I don't wanna know. Oh Key. Yep. So did you jump out of the way, Dr. Van Helsing? What are you rolling athletics? I rolled a sixteen. Alright, you jump out of the way and the pot shatters, causing three ochre figgy puddings to attack. Oh my god. You're being so attacked should... by figgy puddings? You are! <laughs> god. I've never wanted to be attacked by something I really more. thought you would catch it and then it wouldn't break and then you would be fine, but... Oh, hang on. I had the idea that this was like a giant figgy pudding. Like, like 400 pounds of figgy pudding. It was 200 pounds. <laughs> Who's catching 200 pounds? Yeah, 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 yeah. How can an old man catch 200 pounds of figgy pudding? It's a DC 17 strength check. I could have done that. I would have failed it. Based on my role. <laughs> Alright, well, we're being so, attacked by figgy puddings. You're being attacked by figgy pudding. Being Roll initiative. Figgy puddings. We're being attacked by figgy puddings. We're being attacked by figgy puddings. I rolled a 20. Did you? Well, my first nat 20 of the game for freaking initiative. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Nice. I go fast really, really well. You're a very fast spider. I eat I rolled, one I rolled of the figgy a five. puddings. I roll a five. Puddings right up. I'm gonna attack the figgy pudding with bite. Okay. Uh-huh. Roll attack to see <laughs> yeah. if you get through my armor class. It is a fourteen. You get through. Yay! Good job. Okay, one d eight plus three. So that is eleven damage. I got the full eight. Nice. Hey, you. And have... then you must make a DC eleven Constitution saving throw. I'm fine. Got okay, 17. so now hold on. Plus two. 19. Yep, so now I roll 2d8, and that's 15 divided by 2, so you take 7 poison damage as well. Okay, that's my damage, that's my attack on the figgy pudding. It tastes weird, and like it, like it's almost good, which is how most British puddings taste. <laughs> <laughs> and with too many raisins. Is this the same as um, Australian puddings as well? or No, Australian British? puddings taste awesome. Everything in Australia tastes awesome. <laughs> okay. Yes, including ah. me. 
I, uh, Figgy. No, please first... don't say you, Figgy. Trust me, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Figgy attacks the giant spider. Uh, 13. Does it get through your armor class? My armor class is 14, so no. Nathan. Um, Figgy. You're attacking Figgy? Which Figgy are you attacking? The one I already attacked or a different one? I already attacked the one you already attacked. I attack with my crossbow. You have a crossbow? Woo! I got Mary Figgy, you filthy <laughs> animal. I got Mary's a 20. Pistols. Sorry, it was hard to see it. I got a 20 Woo! on my attack roll. Double attack. Woo! Double attack. Rolled an eight for damage. Can we clarify which Figgy pudding you're attacking? Is it the one that was already damaged? <laughs> um... Which figgy you should say figgy? no. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That which figgy? Oh, I was attacking the figgy that uh, was undamaged. <laughs> okay, there's three of them. So there's figgy, pudding, and wiggles. <laughs> Nathan attacks wiggles. Are you attacking wiggles? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, and how dare much damage you? are we doing? How dare you attack Wiggles? <laughs> 16. Your crossbow bolt punches through Wiggles' center. No, Wiggles! And the hole stays there, but Wiggles is still a little bit alive. Are they basically gelatinous cubes? Uh, they are amorphous. Okay. They also have spider climb. That's my whole turn. I'm done. Okay, now it is Pudding's turn. Pudding is going to attack the spider. Come at me. Ooh, Pudding bitch. got a 20. Ooh. Okay, I got 10 damage. Oh no! It's Wiggles' turn, and Wiggles is going to attack Dr. Van Helsing. Does a 14 hit? No, I have an armor, armor class of 16. Okay. Does that mean um, it's my turn? Yes, Mr. I rolled a 20. <laughs> okay, I will bite Figgy. You're biting my figgy? Okay, Are you going to uh, roll? 13, does it hit? Uh, yeah. Okay, and then my I arm roll class is low. 1d8. You are not figgy. You are the dungeon master. Okay. <laughs> That's four. Excuse me, but Sarah damage. identifies as figgy, so. <laughs> and then make a DC constitution saving throw. Uh, 14. Okay, so you survive that. So then I'm going to do 2d8 and then half it. So that's four additional damage. What was the first amount of damage? Four. Oh, so eight total. Yep. But four of it is poison. Okay. Figgy has many bites, and you can see Dr. Zuman's poison floating around in its contents. It looks very sad for a pudding. Don't eat that pudding, Doc. Zuman, some of your poison is inside the Figgy. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay, Uh, Figgy is attacking you back. 14. Does it go through? Wait, me? Yes, you. Are you Dr. Zoom? Does that mean yes? And it hits. Yes, it hits. Okay, seven bludgeoning damage. Okay, it is your turn for Dr. Van Helsing. Okay, I uh, fire my crossbow at Wiggly. (laughs) Wiggly. Oh, I rolled 17. You hit. Okay, for damage, I do three. <laughs> okay. You're die to um, Wiggly is just <laughs> twitching on the ground. It's very wiggly. Pudding is attacking Dr. Van Helsing. Uh, it does not hit you. Yes. Pudding gathered itself up and then launched itself at Dr. Van Helsing 
and Dr. Van Helsing just stepped to the side like that orc from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then spit on it. Yeah, then yeah. I spit on it. Then you spit on pudding. Oh, great. Now I can't bite that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggly is attacking Dr. Van Helsing back for 16. Oh, that hits. I... Yeah, go Wiggly. Death throws. <laughs> it only did four damage of bludgeoning and um, one acid damage. <laughs> nice. It's Still very much on the way alive. Out. Now it is your turn, Dr. Zuman. Okay, I attack. Okay. Bite again with a 12. Who are you attacking? Figgy? Yep, still Figgy. You hit. 11 for the first attack. Well, I mean, you have to think that teeth can regularly bite through a Figgy pudding, so the armor class can't be that high because, you mm. know, teeth. Very permeable. Yeah. Yeah. You always want to keep teeth out of uh, stuff involving Figgies. <laughs> I only got a six. <laughs> okay, then you take an additional seven. So that is Figgy is 20. dead. Yes, I ate Figgy. He's not dead. He's in my belly. Okay. I <laughs> ate <him. laughs> Figgy has been eaten by Dr. Zuman. He is gone. Was he delicious? No, he was almost delicious and tasted a little bit weird. Okay. Like there were too many raisins. Keith, why did you tell me to look up Figgy pudding on Urban Dictionary? <laughs> because he hates do not you do this. for all of the that. things that you do. That Keith he told to you not to. I didn't tell you to do that. It is your turn, Dr. Van Helsing. There's so many bad definitions. Yeah, it's all each, bad. Each is worse than the last. Dr. Van Helsing, will you be attacking Pudding yes. or Wiggly? I'm attacking Wiggly, please, with the crossbow. Okay. Oh, it's only a four. It does not hit. Wiggly just, well, I think you just missed because Wiggly can't really move right now. See, I, I was kind of feeling bad. You got a little bad. bit distracted by pudding making a weird shape with its body. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it was sexy pudding. I was kind of feeling bad last time after I used Fireball, which honestly, I don't know that Van Helsing would ever really be able to do that. So this time I'm staying more true to form and I'm just going to be using a crossbow the entire episode. Okay, uh, that's like fair. Clerics are magic users. Use I feel like your you magic. Could do it. Van Helsing's not a cleric. He's a doctor. Pudding attacks zoom in, but it misses. And, oh, Wiggly attacks Dr. Van Helsing, but misses. So now it is your turn, Zuman. Okay, I'm going to shoot my web at Pudding. Hot. Yep. Okay, roll a d20. See if it hits. It's a 12. <laughs> it's a 12. It hits. Okay, the target is restrained by webbing. As an action, it can make a DC 12 strength check to try and burst the webbing. Or it okay. can be attacked by another creature. Okay. Dr. Van Helsing, it is your turn. Uh, I attack Wiggly with my crossbow. Uh, that's a two. That's <laughs> a two? <laughs> yeah. You um, are just so distracted, you missed. This is uh, this is just like Van Helsing in Fate. Like I'm feeling very at home right That's now. what I'm saying. That's why I um, wanted to do this move. It's a little more true to form. What saving throw do I try and do to break out? A DC strength of 12. Pudding breaks out of your webs. Okay, Boom! That's its whole move, so I can't do anything else. Fine. Wiggly rolled an 18 to attack Dr. Van Helsing. It does five points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And three points of acid damage. Okay, down to 20. Uh, it's your turn, Zoom Man. Okay. 
I'm going to attack pudding. Uh, I got a nine. So just barely you hit. hit. <laughs> I am biting him. So that is three damage. Plus you have to make a DC 11 constitution. I only got ten. So I succeed. And you take an additional nine poison damage. So nine plus three. So twelve total. Okay. Uh, your turn, Van Helsing. I attack Wiggly with my crossbow. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure you'll hit this time. <laughs> Two. Now, for Shut goodness up. sake, use a different dice. <laughs> this is the okay. only one nearby, and I'm not getting up again. I have to climb over towards. <laughs> Does a 15 hit you, Zuman? Does. Okay. Wow, your armor class is bad. It's 14 because I'm a spider. Seven points bludgeoning damage. And? And two points acid damage. How are we doing? I am looking shitty. Not good. I've gone from 43 max HP down to 17. Woo! Mm. We should have just had one figgy pudding. No, f*** it. If I die as a spider, that's canonically fantastic for the, uh, for the whole season. You can actually... So you're a circle of the moon druid, right? Yeah. So all you have to do is switch back into being you. You get all of your health points back, and then you can, like, go into another animal, and you have all of their hit points. So you can, like, never die. Amazing. Yay. Perfect. Really? Wonderful. Cool. Okay. Um It's it's broken as f Yeah, I'm not gonna waste any spells on you. Wiggly tries to attack Dr. Van Helsing, but misses. It is can your turn. A, can it. I do a bonus action? Why would you be able to do a bonus action? <laughs> because I can do wild shape as a bonus action and shift back to my human self, but I'm just gonna wait until the end of my turn. Okay. Um, that sounds fair. Doesn't matter what sounds fair, I could still do it. I but... decide on the rules. <laughs> Look at me. I decide the rules now. <laughs> okay 12 to hit yes um and i'm just gonna i'm gonna web you again so you're webbed uh, okay. i don't think that you two should do that on camera i was gonna yeah. say look how the turntables <laughs> you're webbed now oh, God. all right let's let's move on van helsing i attack wiggly for the love of god <laughs> please hit it <laughs> with my crossbow how many bolts do you have <laughs> I don't think we attract that kind of thing in this A podcast. legless number of bolts. <laughs> 16. Have an infant number. He's just very you hit! Good. I hit. Legless never counts And I bolts. roll for damage. Seven. Wiggly stops wiggling. Yes! Then we walk away from pudding who's webbed. Just leave. Yeah. Can you do that? You guys don't look at explosions. Do you want to escape him or should we just finish off the pudding? <laughs> I think it's cool. I like the uh, cool guys don't look at explosions, walk away. All right. At, we, at max we, speed, of course. We, we walk speed. at max speed. I'm riding on top of you. Oh, oh, damn. I rear up and we take off and we <laughs> run. We run at the speed of 30 feet. Does uh, anybody it, else remember the show Spider Riders? No. no what? What? Are you sure that's even real? Hey, Logan. It sounds there's like you a, made that up. There's a theme a song called Calling All Spider Writers. Yeah, this is definitely a theme. You're kidding me. How have I'll, I never heard of this? Oh, my we gosh. It's it an animated series. We watched it together, Nathan. Was it really it's, bad? It's anime. It was fine. Wow, that kind of looks a little bit familiar. <laughs> you think I'm crazy, but I'm not. Is he Why, dead? Why did he die? So, Nathan... Real quick, I want to let you know that you just missed an opportunity where you could have said, I figgy on top of you when we figgy off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> hey, figgy you! 
<laughs> Christmas. Thinking you, Christmas. Pudding does not escape, and Yay. you are able to escape. Woo. You escape safely. The peppermint path continues. There's a lot of empty space here. It seems like a training ground. There are dummies for weapons training and agility courses designed for horse-like creatures. Along the inside of the wall, there are many, many empty stables. Do you go left or right? It doesn't matter. They're, they're consensual circles. They're not consensual. They're concentric. <laughs> You're concentric. You're concentric. Bob's concentric. Why? <laughs> why? What is this? I work with teenagers. What do you want? <laughs> Nothing you can give. Dr. Van Helsing, are you going left or right? You're steering the spider. Um, <laughs> I tell... <laughs> I pull off your rein. I pull you off. I pull... <laughs> you pull him off. Nope. Continue. I, I'm, the pl- I'm out. Zoom transforms back into a human. Right now, that's worse. Scratch that, Ooh. that's worse. This so is sounding like the beginning of a spicy, like a spicy scene. Uh, and it would be called The this. Two Doctors in the Forest. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Two Doctors, one piggy pudding. Oh, no. Since it seems like you don't care, I will just decide that you go right. Cool. It seems like there should be elves here doing their work or creatures that live in the stalls, but there is no one. Okay. I look around. I, I would like to perceive. Then Helsing wants to start a fire for warmth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and to burn the images of our last scene out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> How good is your perception? That's a total of 16. Oh, that's good. Without the trees and the forest, the storm is worse here. It's windier, and though there is less snow to whip around... There's dirt and bits of hay in the air. You notice that the lighting is shifting with the wind. Sometimes everything seems gray. Other times when the wind shifts, the light is golden with sparkling motes of magic in the air instead of dust and dirt. When the light is golden, you feel warmer and more energized. You feel positive about your ability to find St. Nick and deliver the letters. Yeah, it's the Christmas spirit. The wind is blowing from the center of the pole. You come to the most elaborate stable. I'm riding zoom in. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> into the most luxurious stable. I put him in there and then I lock, <laughs> I lock the gate. Get the f- out of here. <laughs> He's just going to leave you. He's going to lock you in the stable and, and leave. I put him in the stable uh, and he takes up the spot of two horses because he has eight legs and that's how that works. <laughs> I have okay. no questions. And then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you consent, Zoomin, to being put in a stable? <laughs> I shift back to Zoomin, unlock the door, and walk out, shaking my head at Van Helsing. That's costing you two fate points. <laughs> Except that this is D&D. This stable has fresh paint and glass windows. It looks like it's been decorated for holiday guests with garlands and wreaths and twinkling lights. And as you guys are playing in the stable with the doors and stuff, uh, I wonder how much noise you might be making. A lot. I slammed the door. I'm very upset about being put in the stable. Okay. Wow. Keith's just out here always self-sabotaging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. 
From the back of the stable, a beautiful winged reindeer with a small set of antlers steps into the light. (laughs) His eyes are big and brown. His breath makes clouds in the air. He's wearing a red harness with gold bells. He shakes his head and blows a horsey-type hello. I pull a carrot out of my pocket and gently hold it up to the reindeer and go, Whoa. And, and then try and give it a carrot. Goes, that was a carrot? This whole time? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, this, wow. this feels like another exciting Just episode. Wow. Keith turns into an animal and goes <laughs> off and lives <laughs> another life. Yes. <laughs> okay, I approach you're, the animal. And try you're holding and, a carrot up yes. to the beautiful flying reindeer. And holding my hand out and making gentle shushing sounds. The wind shifts. The golden light changes to gray light with ashy motes. The winged reindeer rears. He backs up. He shakes his head and rears again, screaming. When his legs connect with the dirt again, he no longer has hooves but three-toed raptor feet with wicked claws. I'm sorry, what? What? (laughs) When he calls again, you can see that his flat herbivore teeth are now jagged and pointy. He has become a Praetan. I pull a stake out of my other pocket and offer it up and go, whoa! Pause, we're gonna cut to the other team. And that one was a stake? Van Helsing turns around and looks at it and says, reason 525, that's God is dead. Yikes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you are fighting a ghost. 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 Ghosts are real? Ghosts are real. Yeah. Okay, then we roll initiative. Yes, let us roll initiative for the ghost fight. <laughs> I got an eight. Chaos, what did you roll? Uh, six. I got a 16. A lot of freaking dumb, Mr. I can roll dice. <laughs> yeah, good, good for you. You're still slower than the ghost, though. Dang it. That's the name of my next album. <laughs> slower than the ghost? That's a really good album name. That is actually really cool. Should... Okay. It was uh, Ralph. It was... Oh, it was me. Okay. Well, I know that uh, Shaw was trying to talk to the ghost at first, right? Oh, yes, I was. Uh, yep, that's me. I'm in front. Okay. Have at me. Withering touch. Why would you say it like that? Oh, dear. <laughs> Why would you say it like that? I'm guessing that? that a seven does not hit you. No, it does not. Hallelujah. The ghost reaches for you, but you scoot back into Ralph. Why, hello, Char. It's your turn, Ralph. Ah, another ghost. <laughs> okay, let's see. What can I do as a paladin? Ooh, Okay. So I'm going to, as a bonus action, because I think I can cast a spell as a bonus action, I'm going to enchant magic weapon, and I'm going to touch my sword and enchant it. I'll allow it. And now it's a magic weapon, and now I'm going to attack. Does it get longer when you touch it? Yes. Why am I doing this? (laughs) I feel like you're going to go blind. It should be the actual name of the episode. (laughs) Uh Okay. Okay. 24 to hit. That hits. Nice. Okay. And 11 damage. Back, you fiend! It is your turn, Sarah. So first, Char uh, turns to Chaos, puts a hand on his shoulder, and then kind of like lifts it up and is like, oh, when was the last time you did laundry? Um, But then like shakes her hand off and she goes, Chaos, I believe that you're going to figure out a way out of this. And uh, you gain a 1d8 bardic inspiration. Woohoo! Oh, good. I, uh... 
I have a lot of faith because I have my mall sword and Ricky. So it's all going to be fine. Yeah, everything's going to be cool. And then she turns around and she snaps her fingers in the direction of the ghost as she yells to Ralph and Chaos, don't look at what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and she casts- I feel like we should have not looked at what Ralph was doing a second ago. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> she, she casts Hypnotic Pattern. So this creates a twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a 30 foot cube within range. So she wants the cube to start like where the ghosty is and the pattern appears for a moment and then vanishes. So when she snaps her fingers, she's creating this swirl of like blue and gold and sparkly white snowflake akin to the patterns on the clothes of the postal workers. And so the ghost must make a wisdom saving throw. And then on a failed save, it becomes charmed for one minute. And while charmed by the spell, it is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. The ghost rolled a three. That does not pass my uh, my spell save DC. So it's charmed, so it can't attack, and it has a what of zero? Speed, so it can't okay. move. Very charmed. Cool. It is mesmerized. So Char does this. And then she's like, don't touch it. Don't shoot it. Just run past it. And she tries to run around it. Are you running around it? I will saunter around it. And Ralph? Fine, I'll go. <laughs> you sounded just like your character then. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost does not pursue you. The next archway is like all the others. And the next tunnel is carpeted with a white carpet. It is flat and still cold. The wall along its length has a mural. Are we tracking mud onto the carpet? I feel like everything's been pretty icy, so probably just water. Okay, maybe, cool. Maybe like some dirty water. Sweet. Yeah. Water. Is there other water before us on the carpet? No. Like someone's been here. Uh, Char would like to perceive the mural. Okay, go for it. That is going to be 17. Ooh. The mural depicts a figure that appears to be Saint Nick entering a battle with redcaps, riding a sleigh pulled by winged reindeer and wielding a spear and net. Is Saint Nick secretly Poseidon? Will you all make a wisdom saving throw? Ooh, am I good at this? I cannot remember. I'm not good at this. Ooh, I am good at this. 18. 22. Uh, I'm, I'm going to use that bardic inspiration. Go for it. Ralph is so wise. All right. 12. Okay. Char and Ralph look at the mural and think that there's something kind of weird about it. And then they decide to look somewhere else. But chaos. Yes. <laughs> yes. The red caps look so real. You can almost smell the blood from their hats and you see their chests moving. It almost feels as if they will turn away from the battle and go after you instead. This red cap turns and lifts their scythe towards you. You need to roll... The f*** out of there. <laughs> Another wisdom saving throw. I am excited to roll this bone again. Okay, 19. You... You finish the rest, um, I guess. Dash... <laughs> <laughs> and through the next archway... Um, but once you're out of sight, you are no longer frightened. Oh, I'm no longer frightened. <laughs> hey, Ralph, when did Chaos start doing, like, the Muppet arms when he runs? Uh, I think it was about two weeks ago when I first saw him. Oh. He was doing it in his room, though. Hmm. I'm surprised he brought it out of his room. <laughs> this tunnel is like many of the others. It's cold and uneven. You can see an iron ladder fastened to the wall at the end of the tunnel. 
Above it is a wooden trap door. Well, let's uh, let's go up the trap door and let's uh, let's make the guy in plate armor go first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go first through the trap door. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll open the trap door and hop right out. Any fiends around must Ow. answer to me. <laughs> While you are climbing, since you didn't roll notice. Oh, dang. Of course I didn't. <laughs> the sixth bar of the ladder gives way, and underneath the ladder opens a stairway to... To heaven? Heaven. We all want you to say heaven. Just stand. Wassail. Wassail? Oh, I got some wassail in the fridge right now. So you're being boiled alive by hot wassail? <laughs> And you're in a tin can suit? You need to make a DC 14 dexterity saving throw or you will fall into the pit of wassail. It appears that I might need to roll a new character sheet. What, oh, did no. you die? No, uh, 15. Okay, you your foot slips and you almost fall. Oh, but you catch gosh. yourself <laughs> and you are able to continue the climb up the ladder and through the trapdoor. Careful of the sixth rung! Yeah, it's Char's a bit gonna, slippery. So Char's gonna try and look to see if there are any other rungs that are traps. Okay, what do you roll? I mean, I would guess this one would be investigation, probably. Oh, I just meant what's your number? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's going to be three a eight five oh. <laughs> Perfect. The ladder is well adhered to the wall. The sixth rung has been broken loose by Ralph. It smells like cinnamon yes. and apples. The rest of the ladder is normal. Cool. It is pretty warm now. Char is like, I need to get out fast because the extra humidity is making my hair go frizzy and scampers up the ladder and is like, chaos, it's okay. There's no other traps. I checked. Was anybody else concerned about the red caps that might be following us? There's Wait, there are red caps following chaos. us? Chaos. Since when? Never. You... I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, um... It's okay. How loud are you when you come through the trap door, Ralph? I'm going to look around before I say anything, because I've <laughs> kind of learned my lesson here. This is what it's like to not drive a character like you stole it. <laughs> uh, 15. The room is dark. It looks like an entryway with like a little place you can sit down to put your shoes on and a small closet and a mirror. There's a door to your right and some light is coming out of it and some like humming. And in front of you is another dark room, maybe a little bit less dark than the one you're in. And to the left, there is a closed door. How big is the mirror? Small. Ooh, can I pick it up? No, it's attached to the wall. Can I take it from the wall? Do you want to? I'm hearing mummy, uh, humming. The first thought came to my mind was Medusa. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Does she do humming? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> roll a straight fate roll to see if you take the... Straight fate roll! <laughs> mirror off the wall! <laughs> what would be a straight fate roll? I mean, probably strength. I rolled an eight. Oh, wait, so... strength? <laughs> I mean, I would assume if you're trying to take a, a mirror off the wall, you're using your strength. You, my dice says that you succeed. Okay. <laughs> You're holding a mirror about the size of your belly. Ooh, I'm gonna kind of hold the mirror up to see what's in that room. Do you have good stealth? No. Okay, Char takes the mirror from you and, and goes over to do it stealthily. Okay, it's a kitchen. There's a female in the kitchen. She's tall and willowy, and let's say she looks like I Taylor Swift. You. But Medusa. with elf ears, she's an elf. She's Wait, is Jack Frost dipping in Santa Claus's uh, milk and cookies right now? 
coming to herself as she bends over the counter, blowing on a pair of steaming cup of noodles. She's wearing a half apron, but it seems a bit ironic because underneath she's wearing a black t-shirt and white multi-pocket tech pants and boots. Wait, what? I'm trying to wrap my head around this. She's a hot elf nerd wearing a half apron, eating cup of noodles. She's not eating it. Well, she made cup of noodles. Two of them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Char, like, holds her hand out to Ralph and Chaos, telling them to not move. And she casts Zone of Truth around around the person. It's a 15-foot radius centered on a point of my choice, so I want it to be around her, um, where she is right now. And whenever a creature enters the spell's area for the first time uh, on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. Um, And I know whether each creature succeeds or fails on its saving throw. An affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions to which it would normally respond with a lie. So she casts Zone of Truth. What's the throw that has to be made? A charisma saving throw. So she casts Zone of Truth and she pokes her head around the corner and she goes, Hey, who are you? And what is this place? She has to be a 16. Is it 15? Ah, 16. 16. So she, she fails. Hello, this is Jack's house and I'm Susie. Cool. I am from the Outer Susie North Postal Snowflake. Office. I'm I'm a posty reserve. Yes, I can see from your uniform. Yeah. So um, Malone. what are you? Uh, why are you eating some noodles? Oh, uh, Jack is hungry. Are you like with him? I'm gonna make a roll. <laughs> it fails. <laughs> We're not together. I'm his assistant. Although he treats me more like a maid sometimes. Ah, oh, boo! I would never do that to you. But if I'm being honest, which I have to be since you've cast this spell on me, (laughs) he's quite charming, and I wish he would think of me another way. I got some news for you, Susie. You're probably better than him. Do you know why he's, like, making stuff really difficult for the posties? Like, why is he making the weather really bad? Oh, it's not personal. He's doing his best to help St. Nick. Oh, so is St. Nick the one who's, like, wanting the weather to be bad? It's really an unfortunate coincidence, because while St. Nick desperately needs those letters from the post office, they're trying to keep the darkness out of the pole, and snow is quite bright, you know. Hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, have you guys, like, considered keeping darkness out of the pole with, like, sunshine? This is the North Pole. There's no sunshine here now. That, you know, that makes sense. What we need to do is restart the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kate. Well, we need to fight the darkness. Can you tell me why there were like traps in the tunnel on the way here? Because, like, you know, we could have died. I'm sure you're well trained. Jack didn't make the tunnel. That was the red caps. And we've been trying to clean them out, but some magic is tough to remove. Oh, uh, you know, um, we actually didn't receive any training. Sure. It sounds like we must defeat the darkness. Cool. Okay. Well, I guess we'll probably go talk to Jack now. I'm really sorry for, like, casting Zone of Truth, but I'll be honest, because of the tunnel, I was just, like, a little bit on edge, and so I was like, oh, is she a bad guy, or, like, is Jack a bad guy? So, but now I feel like we can really trust you, you know? Sure. I understand. Uh, Just a a quick question. Do you know the name of the postmaster who who runs the, the post office that we came from? Reginald. Okay, so he's not the darkness, then. <laughs> no. He He's did just lock a us dwarf. in the tunnel. 
Oh, he was just trying to protect his post office from the tunnel. Does the tunnel move? No, but things come out of it sometimes. Oh, good. Oh, fantastic. Wow, All right, let's go talk to Jack. Yeah, bye, Susie. Uh, I'm, in, I'm assuming your last name is Snowflake. Yeah, it is. I'll lead you in to see Jack. Um, and she picks up the two steaming cups of noodles and takes them through a second doorway in the same direction of the forward doorway. It probably doesn't matter. Into the a dark room where the only light is coming from a really big window where you can see snow falling through and it's kind of blue and white. Jack Frost, his hair is black and silver slicked back. His skin is blue toned with a thin sheet of ice covering most of him. He's bony with sharp elbows. Real icicles dangle from both lobes of his pointy ears. His black eyebrows are severe, and he's grimacing. Are we going to break into a musical number right now that he's Mr. Freezemeister? He's Mr. Cold? He's Mr. We can only hope. White Christmas, he's Mr. Snow. Susie sets the um, cup of noodles on a side table and puts her hand on his shoulder and he looks up grumpily from a like 3D rendering of the North Pole. Oh, cool. Char puts her hand on Chaos's shoulder again, again, like lifting it off and being like, oh, why do I keep touching you? And goes, Chaos, it looks like quite possibly this is a job for you if there's some tech involved. And uh, she gives you another 1d8 of bardic inspiration. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go look at these uh, commensurate circles that are in this 3d model. (laughs) Are you going to roll to look at it or? What would you like me to roll? Arcana? Sure. Sounds good. Uh, 23. Ooh. 2319. We have a 2319. You can see that the storms that are happening outside are reflected above the model and that different parts of the model are moving and that Jack seems to be swirling things around with his finger to try and block red caps to keep them trapped in the forest and um, Prytons trapped in different parts of the stables. And when dark shadows begin to encroach on a part of the map, he sends the wind from the center of the pole towards them in icy gusts. You know, Jack, I'm something of a gamer myself. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Does this look like a game to you? I mean, yeah, it's a real-time strategy game like, uh, like StarCraft. What are you doing here, you posties? You should be taking those letters to St. Nick. Yeah. This bag is actually now my bag, and it has no letters in it, because I took so, them all out. Basically, uh, the postmaster is confused as to why you're, like, making all these storms, so there's uh, there's some communication issues. And uh, then we heard from Susie, see, that we, we need to, that you're trying to stop the darkness, but our friends are carrying all the letters, and a bunch of postmen have died, and, like, that seems like a workman's comp thing, and... <laughs> We're, uh, we we just want to know how we can, you know, help so that you don't have to put up so much ice that uh, our friends can't get letters over to Santa. Uh, and I honestly just kind of want to play this really cool video game now. It's not my fault Reginald's never liked me. But if you have some friends on their way to deliver letters to St. Nick, we should help them out. And he looks down at the model and 
you can see that some little figures is he's following the path he finally comes to little figures um next to a really big stable and uh reindeer in front of them is starting to look less and less friendly shit not a priton jack how how good is your macros my man <laughs> what a what a macro <laughs> It's 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 how fast you can uh, manipulate uh, single units inside an RTS. I think you misunderstand how I'm doing this. Regardless, how many of your friends are delivering letters? Two. But one of them is often an animal. Yep. <laughs> and how many more posties does Reginald have to send? Zero. None. Then we can't wait around here. We must help your friends make it to Saint Nick. Some things are better done up close. Susie, are you coming? She wishes. <laughs> I thought the same thing! <laughs> Alright then. You're all swept up in a great windstorm that's carrying you over the concentric circles of the North Pole. Let's switch to the Priton people. Um, we can roll initiative. Okay, cool. We're rolling initiative, but does it eat my steak? Um, n no, but it tries to bite your hand if that's how you want to play it. I got a 11 on initiative. Van Helsing! Four. Four why? Uh, four. You add your initiative to the dice roll. I have zero dexterity. What? Yes. I'm old. Why are you trying to use your crossbow instead of magic then? Please just use magic like a cleric is supposed to. You have all your spells selected in the app. I forgot he was a cleric. And like, <laughs> you have a very strong will. It's a thing. Yeah, but Van Helsing just uses his gun, so. So the Priton goes first. It's going to try to reject Dr. Zuman's stake with its horns. It's doing oh. a gore attack. Oh. 20. Son of a bitch. Does that... it hit? I assume Yeah, it of course does. it hits. Seven piercing damage. Mr. Zuman, it's yeah, your turn. I'm, hold on, I'm doing something. Looking at my spells. I cast uh, Earth Tremor as a fourth level spell. So you need to do a dexterity saving throw. What'd you get? Six. You fail. You get 1d6 bludgeoning damage and you are knocked prone, except because it's a fourth level, it's 4d6. Are you going to roll them or shall I? I roll them. Okay. And, and, you feel the earth move under your feet. That's true. But it's not me, it's the Perton. Oh, yeah, no, my bad. You take 12 damage. Okay. No, the Perton takes 12 damage. We just <laughs> yeah, went over yeah, this. Let's, let's clarify. You're not damaging your wife. Yeah, stop trying to damage your wife. It's your turn, Van Helsingy. I attack with my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> Twelve. That doesn't hit. <laughs> Dang it. It gets caught up in the Perton's antlers and gets deflected. Dang and it. then... Jack Frost, Susie Snowflake, Ralph, Char, and Chaos land beside you with a great gust of cold, cold wind. So, Chaos, you go first. All right. I am going to attack with my radiant weapon. Ooh, natural 20. Ooh, nice. Nice. Holla, 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 holla. 20 damage, and I have two attacks, so I'm going to attack again. Oh, I forgot about two attacks. Thanks for reminding me. Dang it. Uh, that is a uh, 15. What attack were you doing? You 
descend from the air like a conquering angel and decapitate the person. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you do. Chaos coming. Wow, chaos. What? Okay, what cool line do you say after you do that? Oh, gosh. On the spot. Merry uh, Figgy, you Figgy animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very chaos. Uh, <laughs> chaos turns to the camera and says, Chaos wins. Star <laughs> <laughs> hmm. lands and she kind of like shivers and puts her arms around her and she's like, I miss Effie. But like, I guess well done, Chaos. Thanks. Why were those two things related? I don't know. Uh. Uh, okay. Jack Frost makes a wind tunnel for you as you travel through the stables, keeping all of the other Brighton away from the peppermint path. How, how many and more are there? Chaos just flips all of them off as he goes by. <laughs> yeah, you were watching. <laughs> you saw that. He shakes the decapitated head at them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of blood, it drips sparkles. You come up to a door next to the gate for the next wall. It doesn't have a handle. Uh, Chaos rubs the decapitated head against it. (laughs) I was known to Greek philosophers a thousand years ago. I have numbers all in line and I can tell you if it'll rain or snow. What am I? Numbers all in line. Not a decapitated head. Thermometer. Thermometer. Nice. I belong in the month of December, but not in any other month. I am not a holiday. What am I? Winter solstice. Incorrect. Oh, no. What was that? <laughs> a D? A D. That is correct. Oh, wow. gee. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not G. D. Oh, D. I got it. <laughs> White featherless flyer falling from paradise, floating over sea and land, then dying in my hand. What am I? Snowflake. I only have two words, but thousands of letters. What am I? The alphabet. Incorrect. Oh, darn. (laughs) I only have two words, but thousands of letters. Post office. Post office. And the door swings open. Because we're posties. As you're leaving, the door says. good riddles. I come in yeah. winter, I cannot see, hear, or feel, but I can't eat, but you can eat parts of me. Seriously, more riddles? It's okay, you already got through, so. Oh, okay. Have <laughs> at you, fiend. It's a snowman, get it? The door calls after you. <laughs> the streets are cobbled in gray stone now, and they lead up to gingerbread-esque houses, trimmed in white and multicolored lights. Far off, you can hear a choir singing. Each building seems to be a storefront with a little house behind it or on a second story. In the windows, there are Christmas trees and quaint decorations, but no people. Would you like to proceed left or right? If the choir starts following you, run away. (laughs) Char wants to ask Jack Frost. Hey, Jack, I'm assuming that you know how to navigate this. Like, which way should we go? Nick will be with the choir this way, and he leads you to the left. A fantastic shop spans the space between the city walls. (laughs) We stock Santa's shelves. It says Emporium, and it's made of all glass, and it's full of wonders and toys and stuffed animals and books and beautifully crafted little weapons and cakes and candies. And Jack says, don't eat anything. Let's keep going. Quick, to the choir! The choir is growing louder, and there's a bright flickering firelight cast on the buildings ahead. Are they burning the letters still? 
you get a strange feeling as it's getting lighter in front of you and darker behind you that maybe something is watching you. The wind shifts. Notice. Hey, Jack, was that you? <laughs> I don't have control over the wind all the time, just when I'm doing it on purpose, but I'm not always doing it on purpose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, everybody sure. has control of the wind sometimes. It's okay. Oh, gosh. Uh, if you ask Nathan, he has no control over the wind anytime. Um, I, I am noticing. I rolled a 17 for perception. And I rolled a 20. Ooh, red caps begin to spill out of the spaces between houses behind you. Their eyes are sunken. Their skin is wrinkly and sallow gray. Their torn clothes look like they might have once been bright uniforms, and they hang from their bodies three sizes too big. Run, says Jack. We must fight. Fend off these red caps. Protect Santa and his elves. Who's Santa? Wait, what? Jack and Susie are running, but he calls back. Who's Santa? Are these not Santa's elves? Are you guys going to follow Jack or are you? I'm following. I'm following. Uh, Yeah, I follow. I follow. Yeah, me too. I guess I'll follow. There are probably at least 20 red caps behind you, maybe more. You turn the corner of the last building and see a choir of elves standing behind a bright bonfire. Firelight is holding many, many red caps at bay around this circle that seems sort of like a town center. On the edge of the fire's light, one building away from you, is a figure in red. They are full-figured. A white puffball bounces against tied-back silver hair at the end of their pointed hat. Around her neck... Around her neck is a fantastic fluffy white scarf tied securely under her round nose. Both ends dangle down to her shiny black belt, which cinches in at her waist. She's holding a spear and a net. She kicks a red cap off an elf that fights at her side and casts her net into the sea of red caps. Catching a handful, she and a doe-eyed winged reindeer begin hauling them back into the golden light. The red caps wail and flail around, grasping for their companions as they cross into the light. Their skin becomes healthy, their cheeks begin to glow, and they begin plumping up, fitting snugly into their uniforms once more. Hey, love it. We must make the light brighter. Okay. Burn the letters! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Off ends his bag into a fire. No, no, no! 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 They don't come out. Okay. Made <laughs> for my own stupidity. <laughs> Only St. Nick can take the letters to the fire, says Jack. Yes, hello, St. Nick. We we brought you letters. The red figure is really occupied fighting the red caps. Darkness grows behind the choir. Gonna go and take over fighting the red caps so that we can get the letters to Santa, because I don't got any letters, so. I'm gonna throw my bag at um, Van Helsing and shift into a giant hyena and also go fight red caps. Yeah. Char wants to stand on the edge of fighting in the light. (laughs) (laughs) A herd of Priton erupt over the outer wall. Dark, ominous shapes against the sky. They circle. The figure in red attempts to organize the elves with you around the fire, but there is chaos as a choir member is pulled away and screams. (gasps) The fire begins to flicker. Several Priton swoop suddenly, and one of them is caught by the woman in red but the others pull some of the elves into the sky. Retreat, Nick calls. Will you go with them? Before the Prytons are too far away. 
She points her finger and she casts Shatter from a point like in the center of the Prytons. Mm, shatter's fun. So uh, each creature within 10 feet of this area, so however many Prytons you think would be in like 10 feet of each other, must make a constitution saving throw. And I am casting this using one of my third level spell slots. Two of them rolled 10 and one of them rolled two. They all fail. I now get to do 4d8 thunder damage. Nice. All right, let's th- 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 thunder. Uh, that is going to be a 28 thunder damage to all of them. They all fall out of sight. Nick is organizing a retreat. Then reindeer, who she caught, snows begins to glow, a shimmery gold, and Rudolph leads all of the elves into the last concentric circle. Ooh. Ooh. Come on, into the concentric circle. I run into the concentric circle. I run into the collaborative circles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get these lettuce to Nick, says Jack Frost. Well, Van Helsing has them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Will you go with Jack Frost to meet Nick? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're all running in there. Nicola Chris Noelle, head of Santas. It's good to see you, posties. Yeah, we uh we're barely posties. Anyway, this guy has the letters. Here are the letters. Also, you need to get your staff to work together. That is often a problem in these sort of situations. We are in a severe climate. Full of contradictory circles. Concentric circles. <laughs> Symmetric circles. <laughs> <laughs> Circumvented circles? Customizable circles. <laughs> I gotta say, the books that I've read out in the world got some things wrong about you, Saint Dick. Right now, our fires are becoming just normal fires. Without the hope and joy and love and caring, Santos will once again fall to the darkness it was built to disperse. This is the purpose of the letters. Do I look to you as if I need letters to know what to send to children? I do not. So you're harvesting the focus and ritual of the children in order to create a tulpa of light. This is a fine explanation of what we do here at Santas. Well, then let's do it. <laughs> Jack Frost wants to tell you that Santas stands for Saints Alliance Nocturne Tactics and Chuation Stockade Workshop. Nice. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I love it's it awesome. so much. I like it. <laughs> All the red caps that chased you through the gate turned back into plump elves. The sea of red caps hangs back behind the wall, forming a little circle around the door where the light pours through. Preton's circle overhead, occasionally raising the tower with their claws. They should not be able to get so close, Nicola growls. But even I am growing thin. The red caps part. Fay, queen of darkness, flanked by two shadow horrors with which combat the light from the door, step into the circle. Behind you, there is a twisting flight of stairs. If you step on it, the stairs will turn to help you get up faster like an escalator. I want to f*** some shit up as a giant hyena, so... Yeah, and I want to finally actually do something as a paladin. So someone needs to carry the letters... I can carry the letters. ...to the top of the tower, and then when you get there, call for (gasps) Nicola, and she will come... Could we do Uh, a short rest here so I can get my spell slots back? Yes, so Nicola goes over to one of the bags of letters and opens it up and sucks all the gold light out, and she will distribute it among you, healing you of your wounds. 
Oh, I thought we were just going to use our hit dice. Nice. Let's do this thing. Yes, let us drive back these fiends. This will be enough light to combat my sister. Uh, sister? Oh, sister. As Nicola starts doing that, Shar starts humming like... And it's just like humming Christmas songs. And everyone can add an extra 1d6 temporary hit points. Oh, nice. I think that Susie will go with you, Char. Okay, cool. When you get to the top, there is a great fire. You can call me and I will hear you and I will come and dump in the letters. When we get up there, can we just start singing, Here comes Santa Claus, here comes here Santa, comes Santa Claus. Claus. This is a misnomer, Santa Claus. It's, it's Santa's, it's an acronym. Santa's. Char and Susie Snowflake begin up the stairs. Everyone else and one reindeer head into the circle of light on the other side of the door and Nicola closes it behind you to try and stop anyone from entering. But she's now giving off her own circle of light from draining one bag of letters. Let's roll initiative. Yay! Woohoo! 17. Ha! Nine. One. <laughs> Fails <laughs> and trips and skips a turn. <laughs> uh, I got a 19. Uh, 17. All right, the first person is Ralph. Nice. So there is the Queen of Darkness and two Shadow Horrors. Two Shadow Horrors? <laughs> Are these Shadow Horrors uh, undead? Oh my goodness, Horrors. <laughs> They're aberrations? Aberrations, okay. <laughs> So I'm going to, of course, yeah, I'll attack the queen. <laughs> 19 to hit. 19 is armor class, so yes. Sweet. <laughs> okay, we are going to do a thunderous smite here, which means I deal regular damage. That is a 13, and then I'm going to deal an extra 10 damage, so that's 23 damage. And guess what? She has to make a strength save or be pushed back 20 feet. 15. Oh man, she's not pushed back. But I'm going to take an extra turn. And before I do this, I'm going to invoke May You Find Eternal Rest, which allows me to choose one creature injured this turn, which is her. And if I hit, my radiant damage is doubled. And that is a 20 to hit. So I'm going to expend a spell slot here and smite for radiant damage. Okay, so that's four for regular. And then radiant is 18 damage total. Okay, she is unfazed. Oh, dang it! Even with my radiant damage? Okay, that's all good. Now it is Sarah's turn. Okay, Char, as she's, like, going up the tower, she turns around, and uh, she focuses hard on one of the horrors that she can see, and she casts Polymorph. <laughs> so it needs to succeed on a wisdom saving throw to avoid being turned into a rat, because that's easy to kill. Understand if you knock their HP to zero when they're polymorphed, they turn back into their normal state. Mm, then we'll just trap it. I would like it to be a Christmas rat, so it's it's wearing a little hat on its head. Well, it only rolled a two. Hey! So it is a Christmas rat. It does Yay. have an HP of one. Hey. No uh, one a dex it. of 11. And its bite is a 1d20 plus zero damage. 
uh, zero to attack. Char goes on comms and she goes, hey, I just turned one of those into a rat because I'm pretty magical in this realm, I guess. <laughs> um, so That's awesome. don't kill it. Otherwise, you're going to regret it. Anyway, bye. So is it my turn? Yes, Keith, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm going to launch myself at the other horror and try and bite it. Does a 19 hit? Yes. Yeah! Okay, that is a 10. 10 damage. Yep. The Queen of Darkness is attacking Dan. Okay, cool. 18. Oh, that meets my armor class. Aha! I'm sure it's not a big deal. I wouldn't worry about it. I don't want to kill you, so... Kill him! Kill the 10-year-old boy. <laughs> I'm going to say claw. How much damage does it do? 23. 23, that's that's kid talk there. Oh, okay, great. 23 <laughs> slashing damage. Oh, boy. Okay. Does she only have one attack or does she get multiple attacks? Sh- shut up. Technically, <laughs> she has three attacks. Let's say that she also claws uh, St. Nick. But St. Nick is protected by the beautiful golden light. And she will also attack Jack Frost. (laughs) NPCs as damage sponges. (laughs) (laughs) Which hits. A rich tradition started by Final Fantasy. (laughs) And I must mark down Jack Frost's damage. All right, let's see. It is Jack Frost's turn. So he misses, probably because he just got smooshed a little bit. And now it is Logan's turn. All right. Uh, I'm going to attack the doggo that uh, Keith attacked. The shadow horror? Yeah, doggo. I don't think they look like dogs. Don't they look like big black Dementor thing? I don't know. I haven't looked at a picture. I'm assuming they look like dogs. (laughs) Before you can attack the horror, it turns to you and it says... It's not a horror house. It's a horror home. <laughs> Gosh. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> 17 to hit. Yes, that hits. All right. Uh, nine points of damage. And uh, then I'm going to attack again because I get two attacks. Uh, that is more than the other one. And that is going to be 16 more damage. Uh, and then Ricky's going to attack. <laughs> I forgot about Ricky. <laughs> Amazing. Ricky scores a natural 20. Are wow. you serious? Wow. Well, Ricky, the I am the not bomb. making this up. It did the thing. <laughs> it wow. did the thing. Get it. Uh, so let me make sure I get his... Ricky's like the right. most efficient Australian on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you just bagged yourself. <laughs> so that'll be 2d8 on a crit. So seven damage. And then Rygar, my flying ostrich, gets to attack. Rygar is also here? Well, technically, he is my homunculus servant, but it's the closest thing that I had in character. (laughs) Amazing. I love it. And that's an eight, so that definitely misses. Too bad, Rygar. Better luck next time. Yep. We done. Okay, it is the horror's turn. I've put them together for, you know, cleverness reasons. They were definitely attacking chaos, but they only rolled a seven. That's not going to hit chaos. Darkness moves past you and does nothing. Thanks to the beautiful golden light. Now, Nathan, turn. So sorry. Has anyone taken any damage yet? I have. (laughs) Okay. I run up to Ralph and I say, Ralph, are you hurt? 
and I put my hand on his chest, and then I turn around and fire my crossbow at an enemy. (laughs) 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 Had to be done. Oh my gosh. Who are you firing at? The closest one. I'll shoot at the shadow horror. Okay. And what is your attack? 18. That hits. Wow, congrats. Thank you, thank you. And then I attack with my crossbow, and I roll three. Three damage. Dan, it's your turn. Okay, see here. Uh, 23 to hit. Who are we hitting? The Queen of Darkness. That hits. Okay, so let's see here. Gotta do my, see, 10 damage. And then I'm going to do my second one. Again, I'm going to invoke my May You Find Eternal Rest. Uh, Five to hit. 25 hits. Okay, and I'm going to um, smite again. And this is radiant damage. So that was seven and 15 damage. And as a bonus action, I'm going to, I'm going to throw up. Uh, shield of faith that gives plus two AC to a chosen ally. I choose me. Since you're currently mono and monoing the queen of darkness, I think that's fair. <laughs> yep, I choose me. Sure. How is your climb going? Going good. We're now 70 feet up after this turn. We're going to cast Shatter. She makes a constitution saving throw. Uh, she'll take 3d8 of thunder, or she'll take half that much. Hey, and everyone within 10 feet does too. Yep. Which is everyone else. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, at least no. uh, at least Dan is uh, close I'm enough. I'm definitely not. I, I was going to say, I thought it was just Dan. The sh- they're all in close proximity, the Shadow Horror and the Queen. I got 23. I'm fine. Well, you'll take half damage. Yay. How much is that? Half of 11. I critically fumbled that. Well, good news for all of you. Shar can't do anything after this turn, so. She got a 17. Oh, she she passes. Uh, six damage. I guess I have to roll for my other players as well. Yep. I need to roll for Ricky. Ricky. Okay. Do I need to roll? Frost is fine. Yes, definitely. You're attacking her. Cool. And how much damage do I take? 11. 11. Cool. Oh no, you're getting so close to death. (laughs) Whatever will you do? I mean, it would be kind of nice if someone else would come up and try and... Everybody else sucks in comparison. It's you and Chaos should be taking on the queen and leave the shadow whore for me. (laughs) And freaking Ben Helsing's crossbow. (laughs) All right, we've now resolved the damage. Luckily, the Santa hat rat went to be with its Santa hat for the red caps, so it does not need to roll because it is too far away. Coincidentally, Santa hat rat is the name of my Christmas single. Yeah, we have come up with so many good names. I attack the shadow whore. Can you say horror, please? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Sure it is. (laughs) At 18. Uh, 18 hits. Okay, and then I do 2d6 plus 3. Okay, that is nine. Okay, it is the Queen of Darkness's turn. Goody. Bring it I on. I have effects. Okay. Ricky has the reaction deflect attack to impose disadvantage on the attack roll of one creature it can see within five feet, provided the attack roll is against a creature other than Ricky. 
Oh, wow. So. I forgot. I actually kind of have something similar. When a creature attacks another within five feet, that creature gets disadvantage. Well, you have disadvantage unless you're attacking... Nope. Literally everyone. She attacks down with a DC of 15. You miss. Okay. She has triple attack, so next she will attack. She only gets a two, so that misses. And a ten also misses. She's blinded by the Christmas spirit coming off of Nick and the other saints that are fighting. Blinded by the light. <laughs> and Wrapped she up like a deuce. Fail, fail, fails. A deuce. That's the actual lyrics? Yeah, it it's, is Jack Frost's But it, a deuce is a two-stroke engine. It's just, it's not a poop. <laughs> Everything's a poop. Does a ranged attack. Damage is done. Now it is Logan's turn. All right. I'm swinging twice at El Doggo. I hit with both attacks. Uh, one attack hits for nine. The other attack hits for ten. Ricky attacks. Ricky hits. He hits for 11, and then uh, Rygar attacks. Rygar misses. Okay. Funny Rygar. You and your minions tear the shadow horror to pieces, and it vanishes. I shake the head of the creature that I destroyed earlier, angry that I can't get another head to shake. (laughs) Nice. Chaos bathes himself in blood. Okay, now just the queen. Okay, the queen will attack. (laughs) Okay. The queen is doing... Oh, this time I rolled a five. <laughs> and a 16. Let's just attack Zoomin. Um, It's 23 slashing damage. Are okay. you alive? Yes, I'm alive. <laughs> also, she attacks Saint Nick. This time I got a 19. A nine. Moving on. Jack Frost and Saint Nick attack back. Hitting... And they do massive damage, and they look cool doing it, because, of course, they do. That was the best word picture ever. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I, I can picture him looking cool. And now it's Nathan's turn. Did anyone else get hit since I was gone? No. Yes. yes. I look at Zuman, who was just hit, and I, uh, you know, look like I want to run to him, but then a pain look comes to my face. I turn on the queen and I roll crossbow attack. That's a nat 20, baby! Oh, <laughs> your <laughs> shot is amazing! So that is a nine damage. Dan. Yes. Uh, seven plus my radiant, which is doubled. 13. So that's 25 this turn. Sarah runs upstairs. She's doing very well. Susie Snowflake uh, is cheering her on. She uses her amplification app to yell down, and she goes, "Zoom in! I believe in you, even though you've only t- you've taken twenty three points of damage in one turn. You can do it, and you get a bardic inspiration die one d eight." Okay, your turn, Keith. Okay, bonus action. I become human again. I have full health. Then I use Earth Tremor. You need to make a dexterity saving throw. 25. You make it. (laughs) Okay, take exactly. The queen is attacking Van Helsing. Oh, not Ralph. Okay. With a nat 20. Oh, (gasps) that that will hit. (laughs) 23 damage. Uh, doubled. 
What? 46 damage. How much life do you have, Nathan? <laughs> I'm dead. Well, I'm not no, dead. don't be dead. I'm, no, I am. He's on the ground, yeah. You prone? Yeah, my base hit points are 32. Then she's attacking Jack Frost. Jack Frost is knocked prone. Jeez. Uh, it is now St. Nick's turn. Please, St. Nick, do some damage. Okay. Perfect. The Queen of Darkness stumbles under St. Nick's vicious melee with the spear. Woo-hoo. Finally, you do some damage, St. Nick. It was hard for her to attack her sister. She nah, doesn't really want to kill her. Jack Frost is prone. I have no qualm. Uh, Logan, your turn. All right. I am going to go to Van Helsing <laughs> and my hands glow with <laughs> magical power. <laughs> At least someone's healing the here. <laughs> <laughs> Please say yes. <laughs> and then I cast Cure Wounds. Oh, oh man. That was like a laugh track or whatever a sad laugh track is. <laughs> uh, you heal six points, Nathan. Okay, I go back to six. And then my minions will both attack the queen. Oh, still. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, what is the number that I'm aiming for? Is it 19? 19. Okay. Well, one of my boys gets in, and it's Ricky for eight points of damage. Hey. It is force damage, if anyone cares. It's your turn, Van Helsing. Okay, I turn to the queen, and I attack with my crossbow. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> He's not going to no, use you the could, fireball. No, you could heal. You could heal, too. You could also you use also a level use four magic. fireball. Like, come yeah. on. The combat could have been ended a long time ago, but Look. one of us over here is just... <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a five to hit. That does not hit. <laughs> Dan, it's your turn. Okay. That 20 on the queen! Okay. Take her so, down. Take her down. Okay. So that's 21 damage for that. Another nat 20 for my say. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Yes, I am serious. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Wild. 14. Sorry. 23 for my second hit. Wow. We're at single digits. Sarah, you reached the top of the tower. (laughs) Yeah. Char and Susie Snowflake reach the top. The wind is cold, it's blowing, and it's bitter, and there is a fire in the middle of a tower. Here comes Susie Snowflake, suckers. <laughs> yeah. So, you call for St. Nick? Yo, Nick, Yo, what Nicky. up? Nicola. It's me. You Your up? pal Char. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Nicola disappears from battle, and she appears next to you. Gosh, Nick's gone. Nick's gone. Nick's gone. <laughs> she takes uh, all the bags of all the letters and says, thank you. You have done your duty. I consider these letters delivered. And she pours them into the heart of the tower. Golden light emanates from the fire and bathes the North Pole in a like shield, like golden uh, aura that extends beyond even Jack's house and the post office. The red caps become jolly elves and 
the Queen of Darkness leaves with some of her servants cursing her sister, Curse. Nicola. Oh, uh, we could have taken her down. She just... <laughs> Look, I'm sure that Nick is probably happier having not killed her sister. Light and darkness, we must exist together. But darkness can never win against the light. Yeah, as long as you've got, like, letters, I guess. <laughs> The hopes and dreams of children. Hey, I what? know that chaos had a letter in there. I need to go talk to Reginald. I'm cross. <laughs> <laughs> you have reasons to be cross with Reginald. Thank you for teaching us the true meaning of Christmas, Saint Nicola. What is the true meaning of Christmas? Uh, uh, I, I, that's to just fight the evil queen of darkness. This is my duty, and I shall be at Santa's for as long as I continue to exist. I am made of this hope and light and joy. Now figure some figgy pudding. I, you know, I'm really sorry, uh, Nick, about all of my companions. They're just... She hasn't figgy for me. <laughs> <laughs> what can be expected from a bunch of posts? Thank you for joining us for this chilling North Pole adventure. We'll be taking a short break and we'll return with another great episode on the 9th of January. Wherever you are and whatever you celebrate, happy holidays from the fam.